right. You know Pulp Fiction. Bring out the gimp. Gimp sleeping. We'll wake him up. It's one of my favorite lines. We actually did that to Mike Arsenault today. Uh, we woke him up. He was apparently sleeping. It's your day off. Is that correct, Mike? Yeah, Kelly. I try and get a little extra sleep in on the day off, and I wake up to <laughs> message after message uh, from you and Chris. But it, yeah. it was nice nice to wake up to your voice on a Friday morning like everyone else does across the city. So, Oh, look at you, you sweet talker. <laughs> no, really, Mike, I'm sorry I woke you up. I, I just know you're the one to talk to about Bianca Andrescu because there's so many people that report on sports in the city and so many people that are passionate about tennis. But I think when it comes down to it, you're the guy to talk to, not only because you work with Global News, but because... Because you actually have met Bianca and you've followed her career quite extensively because you met her last year. You actually played tennis against her. She kicked your butt. That is all true. Yes. And uh, so would you say that you kind of while you're watching this, that you're watching it not only as a tennis fan, but also as like, do you consider yourself kind of a friend of hers? Well, it it really is amazing. I've been texting with your dad kind of on and off throughout the year, just kind of uh, giving messages of congratulations to, to both uh, Bianca and, and, and her parents. It's just been an incredible whirlwind experience. And she mentioned it, uh, I think, in one of the press conferences earlier this week. But last year at this time, I ran into her at the Rogers Cup. The men were here in Toronto. And I ran into her just randomly on her way to a practice court. And I knew she was dealing with a back injury. And I was, how's the back doing? She's like, I don't know. I'm going to go see right now. Right, So it was one year ago, she wasn't sure how her body would be able to handle just uh, a random practice session in tennis. And now she's done this over the last 12 months. It's absolutely incredible. And if I tried to sell a script like this, to Hollywood, they would probably be like, make it a little bit more realistic, Mike. Now, Mike, she is going to be um, against Serena Williams tomorrow. This is another matchup that for the uh, U.S. Open, and it's it's huge because she wasn't even born when Serena Williams started winning um, her major tournaments. So this is something that we saw at the Rogers Cup like a few weeks ago. And Serena Williams retired because of uh, back spasm, uh, which she said lasts for about 24 hours, and there's really nothing she can do about it when it starts going on. So she retired from the match, handing it to Bianca Andrescu. This is a redo of that. I mean, I think, do you think because of what happened at the Rogers Cup and that Serena couldn't finish that people are even more excited about this matchup? Absolutely. I mean, this uh, you couldn't script something like this because you have Bianca at the Rogers Cup. The home crowd was all behind her. Now it's going to be the complete inverse. It's Serena playing in her home country. 23,000 fans will be packing Arthur Ashe Stadium on Saturday afternoon to watch this match. So Bianca is going to be the heavy underdog in terms of the crowd, in terms of who's going to win. I would put at least even money on Bianca against Serena because Serena, why she's been so successful over the years is because she hits the ball so hard. Bianca can hit the ball just as hard as Serena can, and she has youth on her side. I mean, Serena, she's played well since she's come back from having her kids. She's been back for, I think, uh, two years since she left the tour for a little bit during her maternity leave, but she hasn't kind of got over that hump and won her 24th major, which would tie the all-time record. So there's so many storylines that are in play here for Saturday. It's just going to be such an exciting moment for Canadian sports. You know, I think people are really excited. Um, You know, even if they're not tennis fans, yesterday I was at my book club 
Uh, I can't believe they still let me go because I haven't read a book in in ages for this book club. But they're lovely people. And they all were really excited about um, Bianca Andreescu. They were saying, hey, is anybody watching tennis? Are you excited about this? This match is going to be amazing. Um, They were looking forward to watching her um, in the semifinals against Belinda Benick. Um, And I hopefully I've pronounced that name right because I am not a big tennis fan. But it didn't really go well at the start of the the semifinals for uh, Bianca. Can you kind of try and explain it as best as possible? Possible for people that don't follow tennis on what went down yesterday in the semifinals? Well, honestly, uh, Kelly, I think she was outplayed for basically the first set and a half during that match. Like during the first set, they went to a tie break. I think Benchich was actually outplaying Bianca, and Bianca was just able to turn it on during the tie break, raced out to a 5 nothing lead, then she won the first set, first set. And then the second set, Bianca goes down both 4-1 and 5-2 in games and somehow is able to come back and reel off five games in a row to win the second set and win the match. She's really impervious to pressure. I don't know if partly it's because she's so young and she doesn't know any better, but it's absolutely incredible, especially tennis is such a mentally demanding sport. And I think that's what happened to Belinda Bencic is that she kind of crumpled under the pressure. She realized I'm just two game. I'm just one game away from winning a U.S. Open semifinal, going to my first final of a Grand Slam. We'll be playing Serena Williams, and she kind of cracked under the pressure. Ah. Bianca seems like she's impervious to that. It's really incredible to see something like that from someone so young. So your theory is that um, uh, how do I pronounce her name? Benich. Uh, Benchich. Benchich was uh, already in the in the finals halfway, like while she was playing the semifinals. Her head's in the finals about meeting the next matchup because she thinks she has it sewn up, basically. And Bianca, um, according to uh, what I heard her say about this match, said, you know, at the, after that second set, she said, you are going to have to pull it together or something like that. You've got to start playing this game. You know, she's giving herself, you know, a, a, a down dressing and telling her to smarten up. So she's still very much in the game. She is present in the moment. I, I asked her about this at the Rogers Cup this year after she won the title against Serena because I mentioned the shoulder injury she had this year, the back injury last year, just the her incredible record in three-set matches. I asked her, where does this mental toughness and resiliency come from? And she told me that it's she visualized. She works with like a, a she does visual visualization exercises. She's worked with like a sports psychologist to kind of really hone in on her mental game. And I think that's what separates the very good tennis players from the all-time greats. They're able to be calm under pressure and just play their game. Because if you if you watch a tennis match, you hear the commentators speak a lot about, oh, they're getting tight. So that's they're not playing loose. They're not playing comfortable. They're letting the moment kind of overwhelm them. And I think that's what happened to Benchich because as you mentioned, yeah, she was looking ahead to the final, but also I think the moment kind of got to her. And you can just see Bianca, she's just kind of stays within herself, and this sounds cliche, but she takes it one shot at a time. And that's what you have to do. You can't think about, well, if I win this, I'm going to win this much money. I'm going to have all of these accolades and all this kind of stuff. It's just focusing on one step at a time, one shot at a time. It's easy to say. It's much more difficult to do. It's funny. Uh, Tom Brady apparently lives by that principle as well, I've heard. It's, you know, it's that's that play, and now we're on to the next. It's it's all one play at a time, and that's all he does through uh, his each game that he plays. I want you, you brought up the money for a second. Let's get into how much this 19-year-old stands to win tomorrow. Whether she wins or loses, she's going home with $1.9 million. Is that right? 
Uh, that is correct, and I think it's what three point eight if she wins it. So I mean, this is this is life changing money. She's already had life changing money so far this year, but this and this is the big difference. So when I was talking to her parents at the start of the year back in January, and she was having all the success, they weren't able to travel with her to to see her play in these tournaments, and now they're at every match. What do her parents do? She's able to do that. Um, her uh, her dad. Where I'm not exactly sure what type of business her dad works in but he he still he still as of when i last talked to him at the um, earlier this year he was working full time but i think obviously now he has the the financial ability with bianca's wins to kind of follow her career yeah and they're honestly it's a her family her parents are great people bianca's again very polite i mean classic canadian and it's just so happy i'm just so happy to see the all the blood sweat tears that they mm-hmm. put into her career that bianca's done for her career as well and to see them uh, get the spoils here is just uh, awesome to see the reason why i asked was are they like an average middle class family mike yes yeah they are huh. and they they have um like uh they, they're from romania they actually moved uh with Bianca back to Romania during her, some of her formative years and they came back to Canada, but it takes a lot of sacrifice like tennis. I mean, anyone can play tennis. There's public courts all over the place, but to really get to this level, it takes a lot of work. And tennis Canada has been a big help to Bianca as well, putting her in their national training program. They identified her talent at an early age and they cultivated it. And so now she has the ability. And this is the big thing with, with tennis is players outside the top 100. They're not making a ton of money. They're, they're probably living that middle-class existence. But with Bianca's performances now, she's going to put herself into the top 10. She's able to pay coaches. She's able to pay physio to travel with her. So, again, to the victor go the spoils, she's going to be able to get a leg up on her competition moving forward throughout her career. And not only the, the purse winning, so we're talking endorsements are going to be crazy, especially for a personality like hers. She is just uh, she's just effervescent and, and lovely to watch, and this is the, something that a brand wants to get behind. Mike, what are you going to be watching for tomorrow? What should we be watching for when it comes to that match with Serena Williams? I think it's just seeing how Bianca handles the first couple games because, again, it is going to be a hostile crowd against her. Pretty much everyone in that stadium will be cheering for Serena to tie the all-time Grand Slam record with Margaret Court. So how does she handle the first, say, 10 or 15 minutes? And then the next thing I'm going to be looking for is just how she is able to change her game. Like, is she just going to kind of sit back on the baseline and just trade power ground strokes with Serena? Or will she kind of use the techniques that she's developed and kind of the drop shots and the and the different trajectories on her ball? Will she be able to to do that and kind of impose her will on Serena because you know Serena is going to be a she's going to be jacked up for this and she's going to want to show everyone that the Rogers Cup was a blip and that she should have won that match and she's going to win here but speaking of the pressure I think it's more on Serena and mm-hmm. playing at home everyone's going to expect her to win Bianca this is her first final she's kind of still playing with house money at this time I think it's going to be just a fantastic match and hopefully it is a full match especially for those 23,000 people in attendance is this going to be more exciting than the uh, men's finals which we actually don't know who's playing in yet I, I think so because you're starting to kind of see a turn in men's game right it's always the big three Federer Djokovic Nadal Nadal's still in he's playing in the semifinal later today but Federer and Djokovic they lost so I think Definitely the interest is going to be much higher because, especially from a North American audience, you have a Canadian versus an American. I mean, this is going to kind of feel like one of the hockey gold medal games from the Olympics. Oh, you said it. It's going to be incredible. Wow. Mike, I, uh, those are that's quite a, uh, a matchup to bring up and to compare it to. But I think we're pretty excited about this. I appreciate you getting out of bed on your day off, Mike. 
Well, if she wins, Kelly, do I have to set my alarm early for Monday morning? That's you, the question. You gotta uh, what do you think? Okay, I'll, I'll, set, I'll set it and I'll be ready to go. It's a date. Mike Arsenault, Global News reporter. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time today, Mike. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Cheers. You too.